This is an ABC podcast. Hear that? It's the sound of the bush. I'm surrounded by trees, birds, shrubs and bodies. I'm at a natural burial ground, also known as a bushland cemetery. And I'm here to learn how to be green, even at the end of life. It's something Narissa Phelps has already had to face because this is where she chose to lay her father, Lionel Phelps, to rest. Narissa, hi. Hi, Fee. How are you? Yeah, good. Before we go for a walk, Fee, I just want you to look up in that tree and there you'll see the most beautiful little koala. And I think that's what it's all about before we even get to Dad's resting place. I think he'd be so delighted to see the koala up above. Where is it? Hi, I'm Fee Poole, and this is my husband, Pete. Hi there. And we're learning little ways to be greener. Join us on Little Green Pod. Okay, so a koala there, and your dad's just down here. We're under a tree that mum thought would be just right for him and right for the staghorns that she wanted to put around him. The stone, where did that come from? When you decide to bury here, you come and meet the staff, the cemetery staff, and you choose your location. And then they take you to an area that has 30 or 40 large stones and you choose the stone that you want to have. The sort of bushland that he's buried in was a no-brainer for us because it was exactly what Dad would have wanted. It's peaceful, it's natural, it's environmentally friendly and I just think it has an earthiness to it. It gives you joy too when you look up to see the koalas and you just think, oh, Dad, you know, <laughs> look who's there looking down on us, you know. It is a lovely thing and the bird life. I think that's it. Like you think it's going to be sad and heavy and I think that's why I'm having such a reaction to it because it's joyful. It is. And it's nature and it's the circle of life, isn't it? it? Dr Phelps was buried in one of Australia's first bush burial grounds. They're becoming more and more popular across the country. You can find them in most states and several capital cities and loads of mainstream cemeteries are also starting to allow eco-friendly burials. It can get a bit complicated though because every region has its own rules but Zenith Virago is going to help us figure it out. She runs the Natural Death Care Centre. It's a charity that aims to help people deal with death and loss. And she's going to talk us through what our options are if we want to be green until the end. Green burials are actually the original and traditional way of being buried, where you weren't put in a coffin, you were just wrapped in a shroud and put in the ground. Now coffins have plastic lining, so it's very difficult for those bodies to dissolve and disintegrate back into the ground in order to be nourishment for the planet. So all we're doing is returning to the way it was before the funeral industry made it something different. The lack of oxygen in a plastic-lined coffin means much of the body decomposes anoxically, producing the powerful greenhouse gas, methane. 
Let's talk about what options you have when it comes to coffins. So we're going to get a non-plastic lined coffin, but what else could we look for? Yeah, so the most conventional of those is a pine, plantation pine coffin with rope handles. Then there's cardboard with, again, with rope handles because the handles look like metal, but they're actually plastic on most of the coffins unless you're paying a squillion dollars. But then there's wicker, beautiful wicker. There's woven bamboo. There's felt. There's a woman here who wove one out of jute. You can make one out of recycled timber. Maybe 25 years ago, we did a coffin-making workshop as part of a community education program and about five years ago one of those people died and he'd had his coffin on the veranda for all of that time and on the side it said life is precious handle with prayer his kids had known that coffin for their whole lives and they kept their boots in it on the veranda and so when he died they emptied it out and they put him in And then he was cremated in that coffin. But he had made it himself many years before. What a trip. Yeah. But it's also possible in New South Wales and some other states to bury in a shroud, which is by far the best way to go. And you can do that on religious or community grounds. So for many years, certain religions have always buried their dead in a shroud. And what is a shroud? A shroud is a piece of fabric, and somewhere in my English childhood, I have it lodged in that it's a piece of cloth wrapped three times round a body. But it can be a canvas bag. A lot of people are making very beautiful decorated shrouds out of felt or cotton or natural fabrics that don't wrap around. They're more like a sleeping bag, but made out of a natural fabric. Like a mummy? No, not like a mummy at all. More like a sleeping bag. (laughs) In the past, most states have not allowed the use of shrouds in conventional cemeteries. But this is starting to change. Check the rules at your local cemetery. Many are beginning to recognise the benefits of eco-friendly burials. If you wanted, could you be buried at home? Each local council has a policy on burial on private ground. So if you live in the city, the answer is no, that's not going to happen. But if you live in a rural area and you comply with the very small minimal conditions of that policy, you can bury on private ground. And how eco-friendly is cremation? Any form of disposal is really a personal choice. And sometimes it's an environmental and sustainable principles. But I know a lot of people who thought they would be buried but are generally cremated because they want their family to have the ashes or the cremains, as they're called now, so that they can do what they want with them because they may live all over the world or they want to take those ashes to places of high importance to them. Yeah, my husband would probably want his ashes to come with us to Anfield to see Liverpool win (laughs) the Premier League. Cremation may be considered a greener option than conventional burial because when someone is burnt, the emissions are mostly carbon dioxide, which is better than the methane that comes from a body buried in a plastic-lined coffin. But cremation may be considered less eco-friendly than a natural burial because of the amount of energy it takes. Cremation uses around 36 kilograms of gas to fire our bodies at around 1,000 degrees Celsius for 90 minutes. That's roughly equal to all the energy needs of a single person for an entire month. 
The other disposal method for bodies is aquamation. Mm. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. No, I guess I haven't. I didn't even know what shroud was. Right. There's a machine called an aquamator, and so you put the body into that machine. It's like a big stainless steel coffin, and you put water in and a solution, and it goes sort of swish, wash, swish, wash, swish, wash for some time, and it dissolves all the flesh and all the body except for the bones. Aquamation involves a process called alkaline hydrolysis. It uses a combination of flowing water high temperature and alkalinity to accelerate the natural course of tissue and chemical breakdown. Advocates say it uses less than 10% of the electricity of traditional cremation and also produces no toxic air emissions. What if I decide I want a green funeral but then my family has funny feelings about it? If you really want it, then the best thing to do is talk to your family while you're alive and get them on side Recently, I got a phone call from a young woman. Her grandmother had died and she said, my grandmother's died and I've got very strict instructions to call you in order to deal with her funeral and her burial. It was painful for them. They were very sad to lose her. She was an incredible and wonderful matriarch. But they all rose to that occasion and when they walked away from that funeral, from that burial, they were the best they could be because they had honoured her wishes. They knew she would be happy with how it had gone and they had done her proud. Zenith, I'm going to go home and I'm going to write a plan and I'm going to have a big discussion with my husband about it because I think I know what I want. Great. Petey, let's have matching shrouds. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, that's a lovely thought, darling. Let's have matching <laughs> death shrouds. Yeah. We can both be worm food. Yes, I would love that. Compostable. You have to go first though, darling. Sorry. (laughs) So it's sorted. I'm going to be buried in a bush cemetery. And it feels good. It feels good knowing that I'm going to be helping the planet right to the end. For more on how you can live or die a little green, check out Little Green Pod. It's free on ABC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Little Green Pod is an ABC Audio Studios and ABC Regional and Local production. It's presented by me, Fee Poole. It's produced by Samantha Turnbull. Audio engineer is Simon Branthwaite. And executive producers are Liz Keane and Rachel Fountain. Listener.